Welcome back, everybody. Happy Monday for those who have joined us this morning for the breaking news special with Banyan Gold. Welcome back. All the best for you this, this year. This is the second week of 2021, and we appreciate you joining us here this morning. In a couple seconds, I'll be joined by Gary Cope. He's president and CEO of Barsley Minerals. We're going to talk about their projects in Sweden and their joint venture with Agnico, uh, with Agnico Eagle in Sweden. But uh, before we get started, you guys know the spiel for those who've been watching and tuning in regularly. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, follow us on YouTube, hit the like and subscribe button, and uh, leave us a comment, leave a like. That way we know what kind of content you like and uh, what kind of job we're doing. Also, maybe leave a comment about Barsley. What do you think about their job they're doing in, in, in Sweden? What about the joint venture? What do you think of the project? Also, I'd like to remind everybody. Let me see if that works. I want to show... No, it doesn't work again. I thought I figured it out. Why doesn't that... Nope, doesn't work. I apologize. I wanted to show a graphic because as you can see behind me, we're hosting SF Online this week, Wednesday, January 13th. 10 companies, two keynote speakers, Florian Siegfried, fund manager with SSI Management out of Switzerland, and Brent Cook will be our keynotes. And we got 10 companies speaking among them, our Dory Copper, Equinox, Discovery Metal. So make sure to dial in, uh, sign up at soarfinancial.com slash events and uh, make sure to join us for that. Now, enough of my babbling and rambling. Let me switch over to Gary Cook. Gary. Wonderful. Good morning. I hope you're doing well. I, I'm doing fine, Kai, and uh, thank you for having me and look forward to it. It's great to have you on. We've known each other for a while and uh, probably I've met your son, Steve, is probably one of the first people I've met in the industry. And through that, uh, we sort of connected and uh, you guys have been around for a while. The Belcara Group, you run three companies out of your office, um, Silver Viper, Barsley, and also Oryx. But we're going to talk about uh, Barsley today. So um before we get, dive into some of the details, give us a 30, 60 second rundown on Barsley, please. Well, Barsley is a great project in Northern Sweden. As you've mentioned, it's a joint venture with Agnico Eagle, 55-45, and Agnico can earn up to 70 with uh, giving us the free fees. Up until that point, we're fully carried, uh, which is a very rare thing for a junior to get from a major. And uh, I think to date, Agnico spent uh, almost $50 million. Uh, so. They, they, they're putting a lot of money into the project. They're a great team, and uh, we look forward to their advancement of it. Awesome. We're going to dive into timelines, catalysts, and some more project details in a second. Um, we always like to start off with a capital structure, right? And um, you, you have 124 million shares outstanding, uh, according to your uh, presentation, and zero warrants, which is also important. One thing missing from the presentation is your current cash position. What's uh, where, where are we standing there? We're about a half a million dollars at the last glance. And uh, again, because we don't have any outlay, uh, you know, we haven't done a financing ever in this company. It's a kind of a, a unique situation where we, we spun it out in 2015 out of Oryx Minerals one for one with a half a million dollars and some warrants. And, and over the, the last five years, the company has kept running just on those exercising of all the warrants. And as you mentioned, there's none left. And we're down to 500,000 cash. So I, I, I would anticipate a financing coming sometime in the future. Uh, we'll see. Okay, fantastic. And uh, let's talk about shareholdership real quick as well. 50% institutional, 4% is Fresneo. Uh, I'm assuming that is because it was a spin out from Oryx and they, they held on to their shares. But management also 25%. So yeah. uh, my question is, because you've been buying a lot of shares in the market, why not keep your powder dry for financing to, to sort of help the, the company get capitalized again well I, we've never we, we won't have any trouble financing this company it's just it's got too many things going for it at the, you know at the current price <laughs> so uh I, i'm not worried about financing so you, you notice our institutional shareholders uh 
Uh, one in particular would finance this himself in a second anytime we need it. So uh, I've been buying the stock strictly. Uh, you know, when you when you run your own companies, you, you kind of have a, a feeling of whether it's things are going good or bad. And uh, Barclay is, in, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, of course, uh, is so um, undervalued at this price, given what's already been proven and, and, and what's likely to come after this. So, uh, and especially in this rising gold environment. So, um, yeah, I, I, uh, I buy whenever I can and, and quite happy to do so. Fantastic. So how much do you hold personally? Because management is, is a broader bubble. Well, I'm getting close to 20% between my wife and I. So, so I got to be careful now. There's, there's, it, but uh, I'm getting close to that number. Okay, fantastic. And uh, do you know what your average cost base is? Um, just guessing my average cost would be somewhere around 50, I think. Okay, no, that's awesome. Okay, perfect. That's That's great. Um, I think that's pretty much it on terms of share structure. You mentioned, of course, you don't have any outlays, um, but but you do have, or you expect a PFS potentially coming out of uh, Agnico maybe in the next 12, 24 months. That's when a cash call would come. And that's a good segue into talking about the project, right? Um, let, let's give us some more details. Give us some highlights of the project uh, resource. Like where do we stand there and what has happened the last 12 months? Well, the re last resource was done in uh, in the end of 2019 and or sorry, the end of 2018 and released in early 2019. Um, it's it's a combination of indicated and, and inferred totaling. I, I know I'm not supposed to total, but I'm going to uh, two point roughly 2.4, 2.4, just over 2.4 million ounces at uh, somewhere between two and a half and three grams, depending on what style of mineralization you build into it. Uh, the last Internal models I've seen of Agnico had a combination of three different mining methods. Uh, it has open pit, um, and then it has bulk underground, similar to uh, what they do with their Goldex mine in Quebec. And then you have select underground on the higher grade stuff that are narrower stopes. Uh, each of those have their own cutoffs, and and uh, depending on how you how you see gold price and what gold price you use, those cutoffs can go up or down. Okay. Uh, there, there's quite a bit to unpack there, but before we dive deeper, let's uh, refresh our memories on the joint venture you have with Agnico. What are the terms? What's the relationship? Uh, we have a great relationship. The terms are uh, Agnico spends all the money to pre-fees, covers everything. Um, on delivery of pre-fees, the 55-45, they're currently the operator and hold the 55%. They go to 70, us, we go to 30, and then, as you say, we, we're responsible for our 30%. But I can assure you that when that happens, there would be no problem finding uh, financing for 30% of an Agnico Eagle mine. I, I can assume so. Yeah, I, I, not really a hat scratcher there, right? So doesn't give you any sleepless nights, I assume? No, no. <laughs> um, what's what's the collaboration like, like on a day-to-day on -day or let's say month-to-month -month basis working with a major? Um, I know the juniors from other experience always have a hard time getting news flow out of a major. Uh, like drill results or so. What are we looking at there for Barsley? It is, it is, uh, it's not tough. We get a monthly report. Uh, the only problem is, is the monthly report is a month behind. But uh, the team in that's running the project, which was their exploration team that worked at Kitala before in Finland, um, is excellent. And, and the report is incredibly detailed. Uh, it goes from staffing to 
the region on on who's uh, coming down with the virus and numbers and and drilling and and everything else we get we get everything um that's happening uh, nothing is kept from us and and we also kai we also get a full full absolutely a database of of you know the whole intervals of drills so we can we we can build our own wireframes we can do a, a lot of things all the information is available to us yeah, you mentioned you're building your own models and wireframes. Like, how independent are you from putting out your own resources and calculations like that? Like, what's the relationship there? Well, by law, we have to put out our own independent resource because, as a junior, we're you know we're responsible under forty three one hundred one rules. Where Agnico is does not have to put out forty three one hundred one. They do their own internal um, resource and reserves. Uh, the difference is, is in, in, and there's, I noticed there was a question came in on what's the difference between Agnico's update and ours. Well, it's a long answer. Basically, Agnico only puts out 55% of the resource into their, into their table. So that, that's the reason for the big difference in, in the number of ounces. But, but uh, you know, we use different cutoffs. We use different buffers. There's a whole bunch of different things that go into it. And having said that, it, the difference was only 250,000 ounces difference. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, whatever you like, or with COVID last year as well, and Sweden apparently was a bit different in terms of handling COVID. Like, how did it affect you guys? Like, how did it affect drilling? What what was focused on there before? Well, two things happened. One is is Agnico when putting their two mines and none of it into production, which which they spent over two billion dollars doing, um, because they had some pressure from large shareholders that wanted them to get back to, to cash flow positive. Um, they cut their drilling budget company wide by a lot. And we were, we were affected by that. Um, and then when COVID came along, we were affected again because of the availability of drills and drillers and they bring their drills in from Finland. And, um, and then of course the project manager is a Finn who lives in Finland and he hasn't been able to come in until recently. He, he made this first trip in quite a while over there. So it's affected it. It's certainly um, not the way it used to be, as far as uh, you know. Everybody's gung ho, and uh, every you know, Sweden's Sweden went through, a, like you mentioned, a very different way to approach the, you know, every, everybody stay the same except let's protect the old people, and it looked like it uh, was a disaster at, at, at first, and it didn't work. But now, you know, their economy didn't go down the way other countries' economies went down. They kept their economy moving. So now they've had a similar similar death rates and similar COVID rates, but never affected their economy too bad. So you can make a case, I think, that Sweden might have done it better than anybody. But I mean, that's still to be determined. Yeah. Um, in terms of like, let's let's look forward just a little bit. I know it's only January 11th today, so it's a bit maybe tricky to say. Like, what what are the plans for this year now? Like, what do you have? Have you talked to Agnico? What's going to happen? Um, what are what are their ideas? Well, we get we have a meeting in two days with Agnico. We we have um, not only do we get a monthly report, but we have four quarterly meetings a year with the team from Finland, and uh, and then we're brought right up to date. So uh, unfortunately, we should have done this interview maybe three days <laughs> later. But but uh, I will get you know the new budget in a couple of days, and and certainly we'll be have an indication on on what Agnico's thinking for the new year as far as uh, are they going to go fast to pre-fees? Are they going to do something else? You know, um, the news releases we put out, you know, in the last month or two have been pretty encouraging where they've hit these high-grade, what they're calling bonanza veins, 
you know, that we, we, we had the one that ran, you know, in the hundreds of, of grams and, uh, we've never hit stuff like that, you know, in this area before. So I'm sure they're going to go and have an expanded drill program that's going after these high grade veins that they seem to have uh, come upon. Okay, let, let's just speculate for a second. You mentioned like Nico decides to go PFS. What kind of timeline would we be looking at? What kind of do you have enough data to go there yet? Like, do you have enough drilling? Um, they there would be quite a bit of drilling necessary infill to do to go to their their own criteria for prefees is forty meter spacings, as I understand. Um, a lot of the resource is done at hundred. And the resource only goes down. This is this is this is, uh, goes back to one of your other questions: is why I buy the stock. The resource only goes down 450 meters of depth. Um, we know it goes down at least a kilometer by the, some of the drill results we've gotten. It's just they haven't had enough drills do that to get it into a resource. Uh, Kittala goes down over two kilometers. Um, we think this thing's going to go down potentially two kilometers or deeper. We don't see any change in geophysics of the rock type. Um, and then you combine that with the fact that it's an eight kilometer trend, the resource is only in the first three kilometers. So there's five kilometers of untested ground, where at the end of the eight kilometers, five kilometers away, we've got another 30 drill holes that are in a, another area called Risperget, which are not in the resource yet, but we've hit the same kind of results. So um, there's a lot of upside over and above the two and a half. I've always said my personal opinion is this thing's going to end up 10 to 20 million ounces. Um, I was crazy. I've told I was crazy at the beginning saying that. You got to be uh, careful not to get halted for saying that. Yeah. But, yeah. But it's my, my opinion. <laughs> and, uh, and lately more and more people at Agnico are, are acknowledging that I was probably right. So um, we just need to keep drilling and, and keep getting the news out. But this is a, this is a major deposit in, one of the best areas of the world to find a mine. Yeah, and and to, to touch on that as well, like I have in my notes here that a resource update by Agnico is scheduled for February. Are are they still on track? Is that still happening? Yeah, they put out all. They always put out their results just before the BMO conference, um, and, and I'm sure it's timed that way. Um, but yeah, every every February, the end of February, they come out. We usually get ours at the middle of February from them, and and then it comes out right after. No, that's exciting. So should be looking out for that. Um, and you're just going to put them out in, in unison or like, how do you, how do you release them as parsley? Well, again, we may or may not have to do a 43101. We don't have to do a 43101 unless the resource has grown over 10%. And with the cutbacks in their drill programs and what they did do was drill mostly for VMS targets. We haven't talked about VMS for the project. We've, we've just touched on the gold side of the project but uh, there already is a small vms on the property agnico loves vms i mean they the company was built on vms deposits in quebec um they believe there's more vms deposits there so the budget a lot of the budget last year went to look for vms and also in part because of the rules in sweden you must do some work on each concession to keep the concession and they were they were running out of time on some concessions so a lot of the the budget went to those concessions, which didn't add to the gold, which was a little frustrating for us. But, you know, they're the boss. And, and uh, if they find a VMS, that just is all the better for us, because then you get two types of mines on the property. 
Yeah. Um, you, we, we discussed this a little bit as well, like beforehand, but uh, if you were to increase the gold price as a cutoff price, sort of, for, for the current resource, would that increase it by more than 10%? Would we have to do another report? That's a good question. That that, that could possibly change. And again, when, when you're doing a 43-101 with the independent, the independent dictates what that gold price. We have no no influence at all of what they decide to do as far as parameters. But I would say this, that I've heard that Agnico has now gone to 1500 from 1200 in looking at all the projects. So that's a big change. Um, and I would guess that the independent would be somewhere in that range as well. Gotcha. That's an so yes, yeah, so it could go down, add ounces. And yes, you could be over the 10%. We don't know the answer to that. Well, that's interesting, actually, you mentioned Agnico going to 1500 because I haven't heard a lot of majors changing their uh, dollar resource pricing, like the price of the resource for cutoff and stuff just yet. So... That's uh, that's that's an interesting inf piece of information there. Um, well, well, and Agnico is one of the most ultra conservatives of of the batch, so I, I would I I haven't heard that either, but I I'm pretty sure that the others have done that too. Yeah. Um, I just lost my train of thought. Yes, no information and information flow. As a junior, obviously you're at the mercy of Agnico when it comes to uh, results and anything else. Fortunately, you have a good report with them. You get your monthlies, but. Uh, have you ever considered getting your own project to keep news flow sort of, uh, you know, more pertinent? And uh, I've seen looking at your share volume, for example, there are days where 400 shares are traded, right? So. Yeah. It's it, our stock is incredibly tight. It is very difficult. And, and uh, to get a big position, you have to sit there and be really patient picking away. Um, and in answer to your question, yes, uh, especially with the rise in gold, we would, uh, we've been looking, um, always looking at, at projects coming in in that area of the country, of, of Scandinavia, um, to add a project to Barcelay. Um, but yeah, if the right one came along, we would certainly do that. Fantastic. Um, I think I've got all my questions covered. I think we got it all. I think we worked through everything. Do you have anything else like sort of to mention, like talking about projects, Agnico, joint venture? No, I, I just, uh, you know, it, the only frustration we have is, is um, you know, we would, we would love Agnico to promote this thing a little more. Uh, they, they're very quiet about it, and, and, and they have their reasons to be quiet about it. Um, you know, they, they've done a, a wonderful job with the Sami people, um, the reindeer people in, uh, in Finland and Sweden and Norway. Um, they have the only signed agreement, I, I believe, that's ever been signed by a Sami um, to allow exploration done on this Barcelona project. Um, so I just want to give kudos to the team there. They, they've done a, a, just a super job with the community and, and, and the SAMI. Awesome. No, that, that's good to have. Social, social license is the most important one. Everybody can get a, a permitted mine, but uh, unless you have a social license, you, you can't get there. So that's sure. important. Awesome. Gary, I really appreciate you joining us. Can't wait for an update. Uh, let us know how the conversations with Agnico go this week. And uh, we're, we're looking forward to some more news and results. Really appreciate you joining us this morning. Thanks for having me, Kai. Have a good new year. Yeah, you too. And everybody else, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. That was Gary Cope with Barsley Minerals. We were talking about the projects in Sweden. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. Follow us on YouTube. Hit and smash the like and subscribe button, the alert button on Twitter. And uh, make sure to leave a comment, leave a thumbs up. We'd really appreciate it. Also, make sure to sign up for SF Online January 13th and uh, get your fix in there for some junior mining ideas uh, for 2021. Thank you so much for joining us. Everybody else, we'll be back next week.